0: Welcome to the Soul Ties Podcast With love and life coach Dil Lawrence Helping you detox from toxic Relationships
1: What's up everybody Back again This is the Soul Ties Podcast And I am your host The love and life coach, Dale Lawrence. And by my side, preaching nothing but that thigh. You already know. It's none other than the great bishop, Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop.
0: The people's bishop. The bishop for the people.
1: What you say? Listen, I love it. I simply love it. We back at them, man, and this is the month of February.
0: Yes, it is.
1: And I'm super excited because next week, we are doing our digital conference for the year. You know, since the pandemic, this uh, hybrid thing has been a must. It has been mandatory. And I'm super excited because life after is what I'm calling it. Life after. And Bishop, I got inspiration when I first talked to you about this conference. You know, it was in the fall of 22. And um I asked you to be a part of it as well as my good friend, Pastor Sarah from Texas, Arlington, Texas. And, of course, representing... Tampa, Florida, the daughter of my mentor, my spiritual father, the late great Bish, uh, pastor Greg Poe, uh, life after. Inspiration came from the notorious B.I.G., life after death. And of course, I wanted to get into some things to help the people dealing with certain things that you all were dealing with personally. Uh, The Joneses, like uh, Crystal and her husband, Ricky, uh, will be talking about life after dating. Uh, Pastor Sarah will be talking about life after divorce. Uh, You're going to be talking about life after delay. And I I really was going to leave it at that. I wasn't going to touch death. Um, You know, I I was going to bring Dee McGee on, but I said, well, Dee McGee kind of touched that in the Soul Times conference, but little did I know that on the first day of the year, my beloved sister Gangsta Boo would lose her life. So now I feel led to now do life after death as well. So just for the people, let's go through all of these different deeds, but let's definitely start with the first one, and I want to also touch on, you know, it's it's been one hell of a month for Memphis, man. Uh, first day we lose Gangsta Boo, the Queen of Memphis. And then nine days later, we lose a complete stranger to the world, but now has become a worldwide name, and now in the elite group of men and women who have lost their lives at the hand of police brutality and police terror, Tyree Nichols. Can you speak for a minute on just loss, especially loss like this, that is not only on a public stage, but also gave... Black people and and you know all people I think worldwide some sense of enrage uh when it comes to Tyree Nichols, life after death let let let's minister to the people on on if they've ever lost anyone, especially tragically, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. like both Lola and Tyree. How do we move on? How do we pick up the pieces and live life after death?
0: Well, I, I think one, you're right, right? So so death is, is an inevitable part of life. Natural death, death of a relationship, death of a marriage. Death is the cessation of, the, of life in something. And I think the reality is <clears throat> that whenever you are dealing with uh, any type of transition, any type of death, Um, You know, you're going to always go through the grieving process. Right. And that grieving process has got five steps to it. And those steps can move as quickly or as slowly as a person is prepared to move through those steps. I think, you know, when you see what's happened in America, especially for African-Americans, the truth is is most African-Americans are living with some form of post-traumatic stress disorder because being black in America is traumatic
1: yeah it's, yeah man. Um, and, and on, so man.
0: many times when people say you know well you know you even look at maybe predominant com- uh, uh, you know communities of color and they want to point out statistics well what what needs to be pointed out is one the systems that created these neighborhoods where you force people into an area and then starve those areas of resources well what do you think people are going to do people have to survive people have to live and so this creates Some of these cycles that, quite frankly, if you do the math and statistics and look at the FBI statistics, you discover that while they make it look like communities of color um, have higher crime rates and and have higher, you know, crime, black on black crime, it's actually white on white crime that's higher than black on black crime. Um, and, And so I bring that up to say it's traumatic, right? It's traumatic to see black men beaten and victimized by not just white people, but then by their own. And let's look at Tyree Nichols, where the officers indicted were black but even look at the trauma they didn't even tell us until after they indicted those officers oh there was a white guy too we didn't say nothing about him though the trauma right so even in justice justice is still withheld because you made sure you protected the white one and so when you see white protected and black victimized and villainized it's traumatic and so that trauma can be a lot and i think um when you're looking at that and then you compile that on top of just the loss that's natural with life. Solomon said it like this. Um, Solomon said, you know, it, it's, there's a time for everything under the sun. A time to born, mm. be born, a time to die. Yeah. And so death is a part of life. Um, it is the natural course of a life cycle. Plants die, seeds die, but they produce something greater. And I think the first thing to do if you're dealing with life after death is to say this death was a seed. Now what's being produced afterwards? Now that's going to shout me. Mm. This was a seed. Now what's being produced afterwards? Even in the life of Tyree Nichols, and we, we grieve for his mother, we grieve for his family. But but there's change that's already underway because of that. You don't know how many people came to the Lord because of that. And I watched the part of the funeral where the mother said it was so powerful because, you know, again, shout out to a black woman, the strongest, most peculiar creature on the planet, the most resilient, the most educated, the strongest, the most creative and innovative creature on the planet. Her name was Eve in the garden a black woman um, that she literally was she's mourning the death of her son who cried out for her while he was running and trying to save his life mm. to where she said, I guess Tyree fulfilled his assignment. Shut up. Mm. I guess he fulfilled his assignment in the earth and did what God wanted him to do while he was here. Only strength could say that. Man. And so, the, so when you first, what life after death, death is the seed. Which means death is a new beginning. It's not an ending. Death is a new beginning. It's not an ending. I uh, I said you're my broke cuz right. So so uh, some of our listeners may not know that you and I are actually we're we're, we're family. We're related, right? Literally right, And so right. um, years and years ago, when we have who we call Mimi, and my great great grandmother, when she passed away, uh, maybe maybe it's one too many greats, but it's some greats in there, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> when she passed away, she would have been a hundred years old. I think last year. Mm. Um, that when she passed away, um, I told you how I didn't mourn because the Holy ghost had told me that that was going to happen. And literally when it happened, I was the one that asserted, I will speak at the funeral. Mm. He said, Oh no, you ain't got to do that. Cause you can just, okay. You can be with the family. I said, no, I said, because this will be my first time that when I left Memphis, I, I was, I was little Kevin when I'm coming back, I'm Bishop Kevin Foreman. Mm. So now it's like Moses, this is the new version of me. Wow. And so now I needed to address our family and speak to the fact that we were supposed to break generational curses and 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 we're seeing the fruit of that all throughout our bloodline. And so it was a new beginning. So her death was a new beginning. And I think the same thing is true for Tyree Nichols. Same thing is true for you with, as you know, her as Lola, because that was your sister. But, you know, the world knows a gangsta boo. There's something new because almost what was it 100 people almost at that funeral that you led to christ yes that you led to the yes. lord yes. so one death got a minimum of 100 lives mm. so it wasn't an end it was a new beginning man that's it true. was a new beginning and so death is a seed and i think we have to view it that way if you get fired on your job that's the death of that but it's the seed for something new yeah. It's a seed for something new. Mm. It's a seed for something new. Um, you know, had, had, had I never, had my business never died, I wouldn't be Bishop Foreman today because I was doing great in business. Mm. My business had to die to be a seed so that thousands upon thousands of people would come to know God. Mm. It was a seed. Yeah. Your death in the music industry you were in, not your little death, but the death of being in 3 Six Mafia, that whole thing, you know, the death of that turned you into the hip-hop apostle. If the old you didn't die, then this you couldn't live.
1: Man, that's so good.
0: And every week you're ministering to people and getting them set free of soul ties and 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 relationship coaching and church and, and you're pouring into people. And you're. I've told you this, you're an icon to so many in the city of Memphis and beyond that are new in the rap game. And I watched how they revered you and respected you and wanted your approval, your nod. Right. But you don't you don't sit in that seat unless you unless the previous you died. Wow. That previous version.
1: Man, it's
0: so not an end. It's a new beginning.
1: Man, death is not an end. It's a new beginning. And speaking of death. Let's shift over to Pastor Sarah's message. February 13th. Y'all, you got to register. Go to the soultimesmovement.com. dot com. It's absolutely free. Register tonight. Listen. People say divorce is like a death. Now, you and I have never been married, but we have counseled where we are in clergy. We've counseled people who are both married and been divorced. And, And I had a place that I wanted to come from that I wanted someone to minister to people who said vows, stood in front of God, said I do, and then didn't. And then someone else on the other end had to suffer the death of a marriage. And then if there were children involved, you know, then the children, it it ministered to someone out there who has gotten a divorce and feels like God couldn't save their marriage or, You know, or maybe they made a mistake and they failed or that their kids aren't going to be the same because, you know, I went into this marriage, you know, feeling like this was going to be forever. And it wasn't Minister to someone right now on life after divorce.
0: Oh, my God. So the first thing is divorce isn't failure. Mm. Divorce is recognition of what doesn't fit. Oh wow! Wow! Divorce, divorce is not failure. You didn't fail because you got a divorce. Because love isn't an accomplishment. You didn't fail because you got a divorce. Because love isn't an accomplishment.
1: Ooh, well, what is uh-huh. it then? If it's not... Wait a minute. If it's not an accomplishment, then what is it?
0: It's a decision. Paul says, "Love is patient." That's a decision. Kind. That's a decision. Everything about love is a decision that produces emotions, but it's not an emotion that produces a decision. Okay. Okay. So so love is a decision. Marriage is a decision to only love that person in that way. What happens in divorce, uh-huh. Jesus said it like this. Whatever God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Check out the principle. Whatever puts it together can take it out. Mm. So for many people, they didn't get married because God put them together. They got married because she was pregnant. Ain't nobody going to say that to me. They got married because they had been together since high school. They got married because they felt they got married for all these things that had nothing to do with God. So consequently, because God didn't put it together, whatever puts it together can take it out. Sex puts it together. Sex will take it out. Money puts it together. Money will take it out. Greed Mm -hmm. puts it together. Greed will take it out. Mm -hmm. So often what divorce is is a recognition of what they refuse to see up front. God, dog.
1: Man, you own one tonight, Bishop.
0: I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Let's go. Vanilla latte they gave me. (laughs) (laughs) She said, what do you want? I said, I don't drink coffee. Give me what you get. I was meeting with a candidate who wants to be mayor and one of my endorsements. And she said, Bishop, you know, just you want some coffee? Said, nah, not really. She said, no, it's really good. I said, OK, we're well, going and going and give me whatever you got. And I had some sips and said, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, but listen, at the end of the day, for many people, divorce is simply recognizing what they refuse to recognize up front. Marriages fell up front, not midway through. Mm. Man. Rel- relationships end up front, not midway through. So I say to any person, saying, oh, my God, I'm in a divorce. It's, a fail- it's not a failure. boo. It's not a failure. What it is, is just a recognition that this doesn't fit. And it takes often it takes for many people. Some people are cavalier with divorce. That's not good. But for many people, it takes more strength to divorce than it does to remain, because to remain is easier. Mm. Managing misery is easier than freedom without without clarity on where it's going mm. you leave egypt where are you going i don't know Man. i just know i can't stay in egypt yeah yeah same thing is true for divorce so it's not failure so when people you know and i'll even say this last piece you know when people come to me and they want marriage counseling they say well bishop you know I, i'll ask this question i say, well what do you what do you want what is your objective out of this marriage counseling Well, you know, basically, we just put so much time into it. And, you know, okay, I I tell him right there, I said, well, listen, everything you tell me after this tells me that this relationship is over. Now, we can go through the formalities of this counseling, but it won't work. And why won't it work? It won't work because they see love as an accomplishment. We've put so much time into it. Translation, I don't want to do this with somebody else. Ah, Come on, man. I don't want to have to go through all of this time with somebody else. So I'd rather just just make, make them do right, Bishop. Okay?
1: Yeah, and clean the them do? up. Clean them up. Spank clean up. them.
0: Spank them. Make her act yeah. right. Make him act right. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. That's a grown person. <laughs> they respect too. Yeah, but their respect for me won't interrupt their rage with you. hmm so at the end of the day, for many people, all divorce is is a recognition of what doesn't fit. You didn't fail because love isn't an accomplishment. At the end of the day, if somebody doesn't want to walk with you, you don't want to walk with that person. Period. Boy, oh discussion. boy, oh boy. End of the discussion. Stop looking at as failure. What you got to do is pick better. So next time you make sure you pick something that can last. And guess what? Even then there's a risk. And that's called love. Love is a context for it. When you love somebody, you're going to take some hits. When you love somebody, you're going to give some hits. Mm. How do you know you have real love? If the love has the ability to be like wine. Three types of love. I'll drop the mic here. Wine love. It gets better over time. And guess what? Even a fine wine has some bitter notes in it. It's not all sweet. Yeah, yeah. Which means even relationships that get better, there's going to be some moments you just want to snap, crackle, and pop all over. But because love is the decision, you're like, God dog, he gets on my nerves, but I I don't want nobody else though. Come on. God dog. he gets on my nerves, but I don't want anybody else though. Mm. Okay? Uh then you have milk love. That gets worse over time. Mm. These are people who the more they're around one another, it's like milk and the milk is spoiled. Then you have then you have poison love. Poisonous love kills you softly and slowly. Woo. That's the love of a Delilah who doesn't love you, but you love her. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. And that's a whole other podcast right there. We may have to pick that. Yeah, yeah. We'll pick that up in another time. But let's jump on life after dating. The opposite of divorce. Let's let's encourage the people who are afraid of commitment and afraid of marriage. You got some people out there, and it's going on nowadays, where you have all these different type of relationships. You know, they have open relationships. Um, they have some popular one now that they're saying, I can't even think of the word for it now, but I, I mean, I guess it, it's related to, you know, either being open or bringing somebody else in. But but bottom yeah, line, polyamorous, there it is, polyamorous there it is, factors, that yeah. one. That one, so yeah, yeah. So you have all these new ideas approaching marriage. Now, you know, can you even break that down? That uh, poly, what's the word again?
0: Polyamorous. Break that down. What is that?
1: What what, what exactly? So,
0: poly, multiple amorous loves. You have multiple lovers, and y'all are all together. (laughs) So, yeah. Now, listen. Let me just. I just am way too too territorial for to even consider that. I ain't gonna watch you with no other man, baby girl. Like you think I'm just going to... De- no. Come on. No. Come on. No, the devil is a lie. The and devil is two. a lie. Yeah, yeah. Both of y'all get your stuff. <laughs> and get your stuff. And, yeah, <laughs> that's right the way they Listen, no way. No way, Jose. There's, for, yeah, that's polyamorous. Um, now, you know, some people like to even use the Bible and say, well, in the Bible they did. Well, in the Bible, you can have multiple wives if you could have multiple wives. What does that mean? Is that you were normally a man of power, authority, nobility, so you had the resources to take care of multiple women. Mm-hmm. You got people talking about, I got multiple relationships, and they can't even take care of one. <laughs> so <laughs> not to mention that's not the law of the land, and the Scripture says obey the law of the land. Correct. So that's, Correct. Polyg- that's polygamy. That's illegal in America, I believe, in most places. So there you go. That settles the issue for everybody yeah. saying "Well, in the Bible settles the issue for you. Obey the laws of the land. land says you can't do it, can't do it. Now, that being said, um, if you're afraid to commit, you need to ask yourself, um, who hurts you? Mm. You need to ask yourself, why do you keep letting them hurt you even though they're gone? Yeah Because a lack of commitment means that there's unresolved hurt.
1: Mm. That's good.
0: A lack of commitment means there's unresolved hurt. So you have to ask yourself the question: Where is this unresolved hurt? I love it. And what am I going to do about it? So oh. I said, that's what I say to people who are struggling with that. Who hurt you? Why are you still letting them hurt you? Well, Mr. Somebody, they may do you wrong. No, the people you picked did you wrong. Pick better. I love it.
1: And what do you say to those people who feel like or heard the horror stories of, man, when you get married, the sex stops. When you get married, the romance stops. And oh, it just turns into a job. Minister the people on, is there life after dating? Uh, Some people may just want to stay in that dating pool because they feel like marriage is more so of bondage. As a matter of fact, I remember one of the elderly mothers of the church of God in Christ, i never forget this. At the age of 12 years old, I remember being at a prayer meeting and hearing this woman tell people marriage is bondage. <laughs> wow. so, yeah, man. So what do you say to people who feel like there's no life? I have no life after Dating, so I'm just going to stay dating, and, and and my sister Crystal and Ricky are gonna dive into this in the conference. That's why y'all gotta be there. Register. I will not stop plugging it. movement dot com. Sign up for life after. Oh man, it's gonna be amazing. But life after there yeah, da- yeah. is there. Life after dating.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. So marriage is marriage is only bonded if you marry the wrong person. Come on, man. Like and here's the deal. How do you know if you should marry them? If it already feels like prison, what do you think gonna change? Mm. Never be afraid to recognize when you're wrong, and and you need to recategorize somebody.
1: Ooh. say it again for the people in the back that was talking amongst themselves.
0: Yeah, this is why you can't be talking during class now. You know, <laughs> marriage is only bondage when you marry the wrong person. So if you marry the wrong person, and, and, and if you, even now, in dating, you can tell whether or not, you know, and I said this because we just started this new series at Harvest called The Ships, talking about uh, relationships all, all this month, and I literally, my words were this. I said, most people don't want to hear what God has to say about the person they're with, which is why they never ask him. Wow because they already know his answer come on here come on and and when you know your dad's going to tell you what are you doing with this ninja what are you doing with this ninjarette okay um if you already know what he's going to say you don't want to hear it once you've decided and that's why most people mess up in relationships they have decided they never ask God. So because they've decided, everything they see reinforces the decision that they've already made. They uh-huh, uh uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. So marriage is only bondage if you marry the wrong person. And guess what? Statistics tell us that most people do marry the wrong person. Show do. 50% of first marriages, 67% of second marriages, 73% of the third marriages. Those statistics are before coronavirus. When these coronavirus statistics oh come out, my okay. God. I bet you it's probably Look, gonna be man. like 70, 80, 90.
1: We need to have a whole nother podcast once right. those stats come out. Yeah,
0: but but they won't have to be there if they come register for this conference. They
1: sure don't. Play. And listen, and on that note, we're gonna end with what you are gonna bless the people with life. After delay, what do you do when the delay feels so much like a denial that you basically give up and say, okay, ain't no sense of me trying, ain't no sense of me going after what I felt like God wanted me to do or going after my dreams and desires because I've been hit with delay after delay after delay after delay. What are you going to give the people February 13th? Just give them a smidgen of
0: life after delay. Well, listen, every delay is to your benefit. Mm. In Acts 16, Paul was delayed three different times, um, um, four different times, excuse me, as he was trying to go to do what God called him to do. Here's what's crazy. The Bible says, and the Holy Spirit forbid him from going to preach the gospel. Shut up. What do you mean the Holy Ghost? His assignment was to preach. So how does the Holy Ghost tell you not to do what you're sent to do? Because sometimes, watch me, delay, not only is it not denial, but delay is to your benefit. And every person listening right now needs to be, if you don't get nothing else from this podcast, number one, go get registered. Number two, every delay is to your benefit. One of the places Paul was going to go was called Asia, literally Asia, what they knew of Asia at that time. You want to know what Asia means in Greek? To go outside of God's will. Shut your mouth. Wow. If, if God had let Paul go to Asia, then he would have went outside of God's will. In fact, God did let him go years later because he preached the whole gospel, the gospel to all of Asia in two years and three months. God was just saying, not now. No doesn't mean no, it just means not now sometimes. And every person needs to thank God for everything he said not now for.
1: Oh, my God. Listen, listen, listen. I got to stop you there, Bishop, because I don't want you to give away what you gave to people. No, we can't give it all listen, away. Whoa. Listen. So listen. Go right now. TheSoulTimesMovement.com. It is an absolutely free Online virtual conference, but you must register. That's the only way you're going to be a part of this. Bishop Kevin Foreman, Love and Life Coach Dale Lawrence, Pastor Sarah. I'm telling you, you're going to want to hear hers. And Crystal and Ricky Jones, Life After Death, Delay, Divorce, and Dating. You do not. Yeah, yeah, man. Listen, Soul Times, baby, we going to come with it. I'm telling you, Listen. you you plugged into this ministry. There will be there should be no excuse why you are not living a quality life in all of your yeah. relationships. Talk to him, bitch. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I
0: mean it's just that simple. And, and did I hear you say free and in no cost? No cost. Man, bye. If I don't go get registered for this thing, these what is it? The movement.com? The If y'all don't get registered for this thing, listen, first of all, don't think free means cheap. Let me spend Mm, a minute here. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to rush you on this one. Come on, Bishop. Listen, don't think free means cheap. We live in a culture where often, because there's an abundance of information, there's a scarcity of attention. And so anything that's free, people think it has no value. Um, Free doesn't mean cheap. Free just means we don't want anybody to have any reason to not access it. What you're going to get is from is valuable information and revelation. What's revelation? Information is is knowledge. Revelation is how that knowledge applies to your life, how that knowledge can change your life. Let me tell you something. Revelation makes all of the difference. You can listen and get information, but the moment it becomes revelation, I remember when I was um. Uh, let's use business because there's entrepreneurs that are on that are listening. I remember, Pastor, when I was <clears throat> um. In business, and I was beginning to hear about this industry, and I was a teenager at the time. And uh, but I, as I was hearing about this industry, it was the financial services industry, specifically mortgage. Um, and I was listening, I was getting that information. I was like, okay, this is good, this is good, this is good. There was a lot of information, but then it turned into revelation. And by the time I was 21, I took that revelation and built Dimmer's largest black-owned real estate finance brokerage. By the time I was 21 years old, it became revelation. And what's going to happen during this conference, life after, is you're going to get, watch me, you're going to get on the other side of the period. Shut your mouth. You're going to get on the other side of the period. It's time for you to start a new sentence. And for many of y'all, you're stuck on the period. You're stuck on a period. You've not started a new sentence. You need revelation that is going to literally give you the motivation to bring transformation to your situation so that you are never sitting in devastation again. I'm done. Oh, Where's my, my record God. Oh,
1: up? my God. Sound the alarm. Sound the bomb. Listen, y'all. Y'all know how we get down. We are out of time. Go to the soul times I am the love and life coach. That is the people's bishop. Yes, I right. want to see you February 13th live at the Life After Virtual Conference. We'll see you next month, same bat time, same bat channel for the Soul Ties Podcast. Peace and love, Thank y'all. Thank you
0: for listening. We would like to bless you with the Soul Ties Stimulus Package, which includes the Detox ebook, message, and exclusive podcast episode. Text Soul Ties, S O U L T I E S, to 888 756 8681.